It'd be like what it'd be like, like you already know what it is. It's your boy Calvin Light My Way, and this is Cut the Noise, Grow Through Conversation. Today, I got a returning guest, my brother, my confidant, one of my friends, Scott Bennett. What's going on, brother? Not much, Calvin. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Good. I really am. Good, good. I'm excited. I'm energized. I'm filled. So I'm good. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. But today, man, um, we're talking about something that's going on in uh, Asbury. Something that you brought to my attention. Right. Um, so could you share with the people what, what actually is going on? That's exactly... That that's a question I'm asking too, Calvin. What what is going on in Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and for those of you who are listening, you can you can look this up on Wikipedia because uh, Asbury Revival has its own Wikipedia page now. But short short version, um, Calvin, as I understand it, yeah. and I'm not an eyewitness, but just trying to follow something on social media, on the internet, on YouTube, that they don't even want to share it too much. Um, And we'll get into that, but you can look for it yourself. But uh, short version, February 8th, which we're we're now, um, today is what, February 18th? 18th. All right, so we're talking about 10 days ago. Right. On Asbury University, which is a Christian college in a small town of Wilmore, Kentucky, they had a regular ten o'clock a.m. chapel. Right. So some students there, you know, they're students. They're supposed to be going to class, yeah. right? So ten o'clock chapel comes, and you can you can view it online. Mm-hmm. And Calvin, it's kind of an ordinary chapel service. Yeah. The speaker wasn't, you know, charismatic, but said some really good things mm-hmm. about what what do we love and. And talk about the love of Christ and some good things. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not downplaying what he said, but you. It's unremarkable what this guy said. Right. These are unremarkable people. And then after this chapel service, ten o'clock, there are a few students that stayed. Mm. They lingered, Calvin. Mm. They just stayed right there, and they apparently prayed together. I think there was some confessing of sin. Mm. There was repentance. And Calvin is now February 18th, and this chapel service has not stopped mm. for 10 days. It's still going, and you've had the report that I heard, um, this is now Saturday. The report I heard on Monday is 22 college delegations had gone to the campus. People were calling from around the world, like, what's going on? And this is a question that you and I are asking. We're still asking, like, what's going on? And people are calling it. Asbury Revival, you can Google it. It's mm-hmm. Asbury Revival. Right. Uh, and then a lot of people question, well, is it a revival? Um, and how do you define that word? And on and on and on. Short version, my thoughts, it's a move of God. Right. It's a it's a move of God. Absolutely. Um, and for me, when I was like you said what I did, I Googled it. <laughs> you know, we we were talking after uh Wednesday night service, right? Yes. And you brought it to my attention, like, hey, man, this might be something we should talk about. And uh, I Googled it. And from what I saw, it's like a nonstop, let's go see about God. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like that's, that's, that's it. That's kind of what it what it is. That's well said. You know, let's, let's see about God. But what I, I come, I, I was looking at it and I saw, because it's a Christian college, correct? Yes. Okay. There's a history 
mm-hmm. of revivals breaking out there. Right. Like not not like, oh, we're gonna organize, we're gonna do this revival this Right, week. right. You know, but children, I'm gonna mm-hmm. say children, because you know, they still taken care of by their mom and daddy, right? Right. So the kids. These these children are off from home, going mm-hmm. to college, yes. and connecting, still connecting with what their foundation was back home, right? Right. Most you, you have no atheists saying their kids are Christian. Not um, typically. Not right, typically. right. Yeah, baseline Christian. Yeah, yeah, baseline Christian. And these kids are in a position, this is just how I'm reading it. Yes, sir. Where they're not with their family mm-hmm. and they're, they have to come face to face with what it is that they actually believe. Right. Who is Jesus? Right. What is he in my life? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it's not just about what. You know, our parents, our mom and dad. Not about mommy, and daddy now. It's like, I'm, I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. And I got to figure this thing out. And right. now, while, you know, classes are tough or, you know, life situations, it's like now. They walked into a revival, walked into a chapel service. Mm-hmm. And everything changed for them. Mm-hmm. But what I got from reading from checking out the story right first thing popped in my head was the uh the day of pentecost acts chapter two yeah that's the first thing popped in my mind yes is because that day was insignificant that day beforehand like it was just they were together on one accord Mm -hmm. waiting praying and then spirit figure. Mm-hmm. It was unplanned. It was God ordained. Mm-hmm. It wasn't man centered. That's Acts chapter two, Asbury, unplanned, God ordained. It's, it's kind of interrupted the schedule. They they yeah. they canceled classes. Wow. To to, to go on in life mm-hmm. and to be successful. A lot of people, you know, our yeah. culture. Right. You get, hey, you go, go to, to class, yeah, yeah. you know, go you to class. It's just talking with your children about, hey, how school, you know, we, we emphasize that a lot. Go to class, get a degree. Mm-hmm. But now you're, you have just interrupted that schedule, right? You're not going to classes. Right. It means your, your degree is delayed. Mm-hmm. Your life is delayed. you you have just given up your life, which is a characteristic of Christianity, mm. uh, of true, truly following Jesus. Really? You know, Jesus said, "Hey, give up all that you have and come to follow me." Right. And now you have a lot of people doing that simultaneously, mm. and and this is a a movement that's just really marked by peace yeah. in a time of great anxiety. Right. How many how many young people you know, Calvin? That just they're the number one. Like what's going on with you? Wow, I'm experiencing anxiety yeah. all the time. People are are anxious, and I hear it all the time. And this is a movement marked by peace. Mm. I heard this one uh, one theology professor. I don't know if you you worked at Asbury or something, but as a theology professor, you need to kind of know what's going on yeah. with something like this is making news. So he was going to stop by Hughes Chapel at Asbury, and Calvin he. He sat down. He oh. said, I'm going to sit there for 10 minutes and see what's going on so right. I can be an eyewitness. And that's smart of him. He said he had suddenly no tension in his body. Uh-oh. 
he had no mental tension. Apparently, this wasn't a characteristic for him. Right. He's reporting it. He brought it up. And he was just sitting there. He wasn't like, he was, he's a professor, so he's used to speaking in front of him. He wasn't the one speaking. He wasn't invited there. He just showed up at Hughes Chapel on Asbury right. campus. And he said, I was on my way to work. He said, suddenly work was the last thing from my mind. Hmm. Think about the things that stress you, you know, things that stress me. Sometimes it's just, it can be overwhelming. And that's the society that we've built yeah. where we're like falling over each other with right. anxiety. And, and he's in that too. He's in, even as a theology professor. And he said, I could have sat there forever. He said he sat there for an hour, but he said, I could have sat there forever just in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Now for me, some of this Calvin speaks against Scott's paradigms. Mm. Okay. It's breaking, you know, some, so uh, I'll tell you just between you and me and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like it bothers me sometimes when people say I invite God into this place. Mm. Right. Right. All right, well, isn't God already everywhere, Calvin? Right. He's already here. He's already here. Why are you inviting? But now it seems that God has, in some some way that we don't understand, taken up residence in Hughes Auditorium, whatever they call it there, Mm -hmm. on Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, kind of a nowhere place. But, and you've, you've already said, well, this happened there before 1970. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's happened there before, but it's a specific place. And what I do see in the Bible, and again, the and the Bible breaks through Scott's paradigms right. every time I read it, I right? Know, right? It's always uh, and that and that's good because, um, <laughs> but you know, Jesus said in John chapter three that the wind blows where it may. Mm-hmm. And as he's talking with Nicodemus, and and we all know, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But also in that chapter, there's a lot more. And Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit mm. and people getting saved. And he's talking about the, uh, that as the wind. Mm. Like, and so if if Jesus is not is saying that, then I've got to say that too. God can do whatever he wants to do. There you go. And if he's going to take up residence at, in a in a memorial at a, a a building used chapel whatever it's called in wilmore kentucky right that's god's business and it seems to me that's what he's doing oh yeah see this is the thing from what comes to mind is you'll you'll probably call it that every but where it says like where two or three are gathered yes in the midst right Yes. So if there are people in agreement, yes, that are on one accord. Yes, oh, we're going back to Acts, right? Uh, <laughs> right. And they are seeking Him. Yes, they are leaning towards Him. Wouldn't He show up in a supernatural? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, I a hundred percent agree with you. Mm-hmm. But how many times? Have have we been in, in a place where I mean we we go to church together, mm-hmm. and sometimes we linger afterwards, mm-hmm. and it's good, 
and then we say, "Hey, brother, good to see you. Stay right. in touch." And then we, right, we didn't stay there for ten days. Right, it, that what's happened there didn't necessarily happen for us. Mm-hmm. But there's no difference between the and these folks would say there's no difference between them and us. Right, right. So and um, so just looking at. I mean, you have millions, a billion Christians in the world yeah, 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 that yeah. It, where where this what's happening in Asbury didn't happen, yeah. right? But that doesn't mean it can't happen. There I'm not go. I'm not speaking yeah. that. I'm saying God will do what He wants to do. But and we do have reports that uh, again, 22 colleges as of last Monday sent delegations: Ohio State, University of Kentucky, other Christian college, Lee's College. Mm-hmm. Um, Cedarville, other places where apparently they're also seeking the Lord. And uh-huh. there are reports that that revival's breaking out. And and I use the word revival mm-hmm. and let's not get caught up on that. Yeah. Let's push that word to the side. It's a move of a God move of, of God. something. Whatever yeah. however maybe maybe our labels are not gonna fit this no. and that's okay. But um so some of the look, can we talk about detractors? Yeah. So I saw one detractor online who said, well, clearly this can't be from God because, look, I found this from their live stream. They're casting out demons. And I'm going, wait a minute, my brother. You know, and I'm not saying that person's not a Christian, but what I see in the Bible and from experience is that we are called to cast out demons. Right. So that that's happened there. Right? Um, <laughs> some people would believe that healing doesn't take place on the earth now. Wow. But you're a what right. you want to say you already know I'm ready to share that. You can you share yeah. just that with the with the people real okay, quick? So last year, June second, mm-hmm. my dad's birthday. Okay. Uh my dad's been gone for about eight years now. Mm-hmm. But um it was his birthday. I was thinking about him that day, right? And like, well, I might as well go to church. So I go to church. Good decision. Um, me and my wife, we roll out, step in, and there's a little Hispanic brother in there preaching. I was like, uh, yeah. It was speaking on the fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the brother was Sammy Rodriguez, and he was talking. Well, he was supposed to talk about evangelism. Okay. God had other plans. And that happens. <laughs> God had other plans. So he was talking about uh, spiritual um, spiritual healings, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much the Holy Spirit and the presence of God. We talked maybe an hour and a half. Amazing, amazing uh, speaker. Mm-hmm. And then he, he started talking about different healings and different things that he'd done. Right. Testimonies, right? Mm-hmm. Showing evidence. And then it was like, hey, God said, you know, there's people that need to be healed. So we about to, we about to pretty much, let's break it up. Let's go ahead and do it. That's it. So, okay. And then he called out anybody that got back problems. Oh, boom, scoliosis. Okay. Uh, curving my spine. Mm-hmm. Back hurt. Used to hurt. Uh, almost every day. Mm. Uh, I say I got like a weird tolerance of pain. So, my normal was in pain. You know what I mean? So I won't trip it on it. But whenever somebody says something about getting rid of some pain, who's not going to step to the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I'm sitting there. He said, anybody got back pain? Mallory, brother from church, he beat me up first. He was up first. And I got up behind him. He prayed, uh, touched him, you know, boom, boom, boom. Man, I'm number two in line. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm standing there. I'm like, man, why he was doing the first brother? I was like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm here. We're going to see. I stand up in, in church. He started praying. Got my hands up, eyes closed. He's talking. I'm like, man, I don't know if this is going to work, but. Next mm, mm. thing I know, he <laughs> said, and blew, blew, he put his hand on my head, blew on his hand. Next thing I know, I'm on the ground. And um, I was trying to get up. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. You know, a lot of people, you know, people say that, you know, don't fight the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, I was trying. I just couldn't win. I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get up. I don't know what's going on. This dude's talking. He's grabbing my leg. He's talking about something. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Because like, my eyes closed. And I literally can't move. And my body is just like vibrating. Like it felt like a, mm -hmm. a electric force was going through my body. And I'm down on the ground. I hear him praying. He's talking about people with scoliosis. They have, you know, like a leg that's you longer than the other or whatnot. And he got my legs up. I see it on video. But I'm on the ground I'm like this. And he grabbed my legs. I'm like, what is this dude doing to my legs? <laughs> and then he grabs my leg and pulls it. And straight, like, now my legs are the same length. Mm. Wow. Praise God. And I'm on the ground still. And eventually he say, all right, y'all get him up. I get up. I'm crying. Still kind of shaking, right? Because mm -hmm. of this what, why, why are you crying? Is it the pain uh, or the nah, lack of pain? It, it, it's, it's, it's the presence of God. Mm, amen. It's the presence of God. And I'm just, he, he's asking, you know, different questions. How do you feel? What are you feeling? I'm, I'm kind of like out of it, but I'm like, I just feel this vibration. Mm -hmm. um, and, and something, right. something in mm -hmm. it, right? And He's like, okay, do something you ain't been able to do before. Bend down. I'm like, I'm probably one of the least brothers if you ever meet. <laughs> um, he's like, bend down. You do something. I'm like, shoot, I see. I'll try to bend down and touch my toe. Instead said, do something you can't do. So I bend down and like the floor, like let's say the table here is the floor. Okay. I go down to touch my toes and I would normally stop, you know, right before the floor. Sure. But I touch the floor. Wow. Then I come up and I go back down and then I touch my knuckle. On the floor. On the floor. These ain't bent. I'm like, I'm like, yo, what in the world? Like that's good flexibility. That's right that's there. a flexibility, man. I still can't sit, you know, crisscross applesauce Indian style. I can't do that now. But um But but hey but my back, life is not over. You can still yeah. you can still achieve that one. Day. Yeah, one day. <laughs> um but long story short, brother, um, I'm like a half an inch taller wow. than I was on June 1st. Um, like an inch, about a half an inch, quarter, three quarters of an inch, something like because that. Your spine because your spine was straight. Straight now. Yeah. Makes you a half inch taller. Yeah, about a half an inch taller. Um, and it's, it's going to sound insignificant to somebody that don't get it. But whenever I, you sit back in a seat, right? Yes. Your back touches the seat 
on both sides. Mine's deep. evenly. Yeah, even. If, if my, you don't my, have scoliosis, your back will touch yeah. the seat evenly on both my, sides. But my, you my, had scoliosis my, my from birth. From when? Yeah. From birth yeah. so, until. And how old were you when that happened? It, where you were healed? Thirty-six. Okay. Yeah, Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Okay. Uh, think about it, bro. Sure. Uh, <laughs> put you on the spot. Yeah, I'm telling you. So this happened a, a year that. ago. Yeah. So I'm sitting in, sitting back in my truck now, and my back, even now in this chair, my back touches on both sides. Mm-hmm. And it felt so weird. It felt different. It felt wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? But I say it felt wrong because it was I, was, normal. I, I was used to to dysfunction. Right. And when God stepped in a situation, he put me in a functional place mm-hmm. where I was normal, where my back was normal and it didn't mm-hmm. feel right to me. And now I've heard your testimony before and there's a witness to this. Oh yeah, my mom. Your mom knows you. Yes. Mom gave birth to me. So she knows me. Um <laughs> so I I did it's my back. Right. It's not like uh, I was blind in one eye. I got vision back. Like I can burn. Oh, yeah, I can see. Mm-hmm. It's like I could touch my toes and touch the floor and all that, but I can't see my back. Mm-hmm. Right. You've never so, seen it, right? I've never <laughs> seen my back. So there was a level of doubt. Right. Right. And I asked my wife after like two days, I'm like, baby, Jen, take a picture of my back. I'm just laying on the floor. I'm like, take a picture of my back because mm-hmm. feel different. I need some evidence. I got to see it. So I, she showed me a picture. I take the picture, send it straight to my mom. So I told my mom. And what did mom say? I'm sure, baby, you back straight. Then that followed that same week. I saw my mom that Saturday at my son's birthday party, and she looked at my back in purpose uh, in person and confirmed it's straight. And it, and she knows yeah, it she, wasn't. She, she knows exactly where the curve, where the dip, where everything. Right. She, nah, like, like, nah. That that's it. Right. So she and, she's a witness to confirm, and and you know right, for yourself. Right. And and so, looking when you see what's going on with Asbury, and you hear that people have been healed. Right. It's yeah. not, it doesn't come to you as like, oh, this has got to be some fake no. Christian stuff because it's happened to you. And that's, that's the thing. Um, this, this word has been on me for the last couple of weeks about, I think it's Revelation, either chapter 12 or chapter 2. Okay. Don't quote me. Google it. Well, um, <laughs> well it says, uh, those that overcame, overcame by the blood of the lamb and their testimony. Mm-hmm. Words of their testimony. Now, that's been on me for the last couple of weeks. And where it's what 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 I'm saying, where the importance of that is, is for overcoming, for breaking through, for those barriers and moving to the next level. Number one, blood of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Amen. Jesus, that's Him. The blood of the Lamb. Part two, the words of your testimony. What does that mean? When God brings you through something, He He shows up for you in a special way or some kind of way. Don't just forget it. Don't chalk that up to happenstance. Take that, like the scraps. Take those scraps with you. Like like uh, whenever he fed the people with the loaves of bread and the fish. Right. He told them, hey, random scraps, put it on the boat. Take those scraps. Take your testimony with you. 
so that it can be a witness, so right. it can be evidence moving forward. Mm -hmm. And that's what it takes for us to move from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have to take an account, take an account, just like mm -hmm. what's going on in Hasbury. Like it's happened before. Yes. Right. It's happened before at different times and mm -hmm. different, really in, in separate generations. When you really think about it, right. They talk generation like 25 years. Mm -hmm. So it, it's happened several times, but the importance of the significance of it is right. taking this learning from it. And how do we get that? How do, how do we get that? How do we protect what's going on there now? Mm -hmm. And um and just just um you've referenced the history. Let's let's look at that real quick. Mm -hmm. So in um February nineteen seventy mm -hmm. at Edgeberry's campus, some of the same um things happened where people said God is moving. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's the same building, but God right. was moving. And in that that season, nineteen seventies, it's called the Jesus movement. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of people look at what's going on at Asbury now and they go, Well, we can't really make judgments now. We got to see what the fruit is. Right. So I'm going to address that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But 1970s, there was the, was called the Jesus movement. Apparently it happened, it started on the West coast United States. So it didn't start at Asbury, mm -hmm. but Asbury was impacted again in February of 1970, where people were running out of the chapel, running over to the cafeteria where people were eating saying, Hey, you got to come over here. Revival's happening, and people look at person running from chapel like you're crazy, you know. And um, but two or three would go over there, and eventually people knew, right? Like the crazy guy was right; it yeah. is happening. So that's 1970. And so, if you want to talk about fruit, mm -hmm. um, so I'm a little bit older than you, maybe a lot older than you. But then there are there are people older than me, right? That went through that 1970s Jesus movement. Mm. They were not Christians before, right. and they are Christians today. Mm. And some of the most on fire people, and and of course, some of those people fell away. Yeah. Some of those people fell into to sin. Of course, some of those people had bad fruit. But the 1970s Jesus movement produced a number of Christian leaders, people who currently follow christ who have produced fruit mm -hmm. it did make a difference and people remember that you know i have a brother paul fox who mm -hmm. who his mom had prayed for him and prayed for him and prayed for him but he came back to christ during the jesus movement in the wow. 1970s and he's i call him special forces for god you know he just shows up when for me mm -hmm. when i need him you know like he's just he's that kind of kind of brother mm -hmm. and just is continuing to produce fruit right, right. A, a lot of people like my brother paul fox who are out there who came from the 1970s jesus movement right and then um and so can we can we learn from that can we tap into people who are in their 70s and 80s and say what happened how do we how do we do this better right. or or is it just, do we just sit back and go, well, God is God. He's going to do what he's going to do. I say there's a little bit of both. There you go. We wait on the Lord, mm -hmm. but we also need to be active and say, God, do that here. Do that on our podcast. Do that for people who are listening right, right. now. Like, because we can all have that. Yes. Because, uh, again, in, in Asbury, at Lee University, wherever else this is happening, 
Those are ordinary Christians who are waiting upon the Lord. Absolutely. So, um, so let's look at a couple other times that this has happened. Okay. Uh, um, William Seymour, mm-hmm. born to uh, emancipated slaves mm-hmm. in in Louisiana, grew up in extreme poverty, was led by God. Uh, and when he he was trying to learn the Bible, he tried to learn from a seminary professor, mm-hmm. but because of the color of his skin, he had it sit outside the room and take notes. And he did that. Right. He was waiting on the Lord. Hmm. Led to go to Los Angeles, California, bought this, uh, or, or, or him and some other people, I don't know how he even afforded it, went to Los Angeles, California, bought a basically a horse stable mm. on Azusa Street. Right. And um, cleaned the floor up and put benches in. And this man would lead services, but he would also pray with his head in a box. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a that's a, a pattern for how we do this now. But uh, from so, what's the fruit of William Seymour in Azusa Street? Um, it, it, and when did I, you say this happened? This happened. Um, when did Azusa Street happen? This was. Uh, I'd have to look that up, but 1800s or something, a long time ago. But but every you Google that. Well, I'm gonna tell you this: that Pentecostal and hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at my notes. Almost every Pentecostal and charismatic church can be traced to William Seymour's work at Azusa Street. Hmm. As a matter of fact, the the Welsh revival, and and if I'm wrong about these facts. You know, somebody correct me, but look them up for yourself. But other people, the Welsh Revival, others reference Azusa Street. April 9th, 1906 and continued until 1915. Okay. 1906 to 1915, people from a variety of races would meet at Azusa Street, and the Spirit of the Lord was real and active there. Then... Uh, you say, so you said in the 1915s, mm-hmm. right? Right. Continue so what happened What happened to William Seymour after that? He felt like a failure because mm-hmm. kind of sort of wasn't happening. Right. He had a mailing list that was stolen. And back then you didn't have the internet. So yeah. you have a mailing list. It's physical. And if, it, if it's gone, it's gone. You, you know, but he was reaching out to people around the world and, um, and likely just felt like things weren't happening. But again, the fruit from that mm-hmm. is... Pentecostal churches and charismatic churches around the world that can't that that trace their roots to Azusa Street. Wow. So we're gonna pray that churches that are not now mm-hmm. will trace their roots to Asbury, mm. to some young people who said, I want to stay late for chapel. I want to repent. Right. I want that peace. Mm. And God said, you want that peace? I'll give it to you. Mm. Right? We have a um, young lady in our church, um, Rashida Hamilton, Mm -hmm. who didn't have peace. Right. And here's what she said. She said, I prayed and asked God for peace, and he gave it to me. 
And then I was looking for like what I needed to worry about so I could get rid of it because it wasn't normal. We're talking about your, right. you, you know, and she just stopped herself and she said, wow, God has given me peace. Why don't I just run with it? Right. Right. So you today, and, and I'm speaking, as I'm speaking mm-hmm. to you, I'm speaking to me yeah. that I can have that peace. Absolutely. And, um, but again, just in looking at Asbury, there is something different there. And what's different is is God's hand moving. And my prayer is that it will continue moving and spread right. and, um, across the country, across the world. Absolutely. And uh, and they again, they've had people reaching out just, just like, you know, just like what happened with William Seymour at Azusa Street. Um, there, there are other places that where you've uh, heard similar things have happened. Right. The Toronto blessing. Mm. You've heard. Uh, you may have heard of uh, the Brownsville revival in, in yeah. Pensacola. So, uh, so I tell you a quick story about that. Uh, so I was in a position where we we're going to hire a youth pastor. Okay. And looking at this uh, particular youth pastor, he had started. Uh, you know, a, a skate club in the area where young people were coming to Christ wow. on skateboards, right? Okay. So we're like, okay, this guy can reach out to the youth. Maybe we should hire him as a youth pastor because he's actually doing it. He's attending our church. He's reaching out to people that other people can't reach out to. Right. So, but looking at his resume, he had Brownsville Revival on his resume. So we're like, hold on. Let's check this out. What's this about? And, um, and so long story short, we, we hired this guy. He didn't do some good things, but at a certain point we had to let him go. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then with this person, there were, there were other problems, right? Is that, is that a problem with Brownsville? No, no, that's just a problem with him. Yeah. And another, uh, friend of his, his name is, is Greg Montella. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Greg came and while this guy was a youth pastor and spoke, to the church, mm-hmm. to, to the youth at a, at a uh, retreat. And, um, and I was able to talk to Greg. And if you want to look up Greg Montella on uh, uh, social media, he's working in like Eastern European countries right now, takes his little car with supplies into Ukraine. We know what's going on there. This wow. is their, a real deal Christian who's ministering to mostly to old people. Right. And he's a good looking young guy, young to me anyway. And um and not married has has sort of given that up, I believe, to do the work of the right. Lord. And he came from Brownsville. Now how close was he to the leadership? He would fold their laundry and travel with them and and left the Brownsville because he did see some problems there, right? Mm-hmm. But again, that doesn't mean and, and I, I talked to him and he said, uh he would go out and that, that power of God mm-hmm. was with him as he would go out and, and lead services in various parts mm-hmm. of the world, Europe, wherever. And he had, I'll give you for instance, he had one meeting where he's lead, he, he prepares, he, lead, he prays, he leads a service. People are showing up and a tall German young man stands up in the back and goes, well, how can I believe in God when when my my dad is home dying and he's been on his deathbed like two years and he's you know he can't get up he's uh, you know all kinds of problems with his dad mm-hmm. and Greg goes by the power of the Holy Spirit on Greg said your dad is healed 
So um, this German guy, like you're like, what's this guy doing? You know, when he was praying for you, this German guy is kind of like, I'm right. out of here. Right. And next night, that young man comes Came back, back. <laughs> with his dad, who's up praising God and saying, I got out of bed for the first time mm. in two years. I'm back. Mm. And things like that were happening on a regular in Greg's ministry. Right. And he said, and, um, and then at some point, nothing, there's no sin in his life, no, nothing you could point at. But he said, I, I would pray, prepare the same way, and go out and speak the same words, pray. And people would go, good job speaking. That was fantastic. You know, hey, let's go grab some coffee. Yeah. And he's just like there. So Greg said it, it was basically saying, and Greg didn't stop doing ministry. Right. Well, God is not with me. No, God is still with Greg, but there is a a time when God moves specifically where you can feel that. Now, my my caution to Christians is. So I've been a Christian since. Since I was about fourteen, so that's that's a long time. But you got some years. I got some years. Okay. Um, At least and 18, right? uh, yes. <laughs> so we're talking about forty, forty-one years, right? right Coming right, up on right. forty-two years. Um, um, where they uh, sometimes suspect walk with Christ, right? Where you're like, hey, where's the fruit? Mm-hmm. But it's not about me. It's about what God has done on the cross, right? Because right? mm-hmm. if you, uh, Corey Tim Boone said, look inside and be depressed. Mm. So we know what's inside us, right? Look inside and be depressed. Look around and be distressed. Look at Christ and be at rest. And I think Ooh, what, what... I like that. Who you said said that? Corey Tim Boone. Yeah, that's going to be... She was, uh, mm. she was a... Um, I believe, look her up, yeah. but but she she was a um, in one of the concentration camps in Germany, mm. but um, had a relationship with Christ. Look at Christ and be at rest. That's what's going on with Asbury. Ooh. They're looking at Christ and mm. they feel that peace, but also I'm telling you, God is moving in a way where they feel him. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, Calvin, and mm-hmm. to you who are listening, is what do you what do you do, or Scott? What do you do when you don't feel God? Mm. Do you still do you still go, blessed be the name of the Lord? Mm. I because a lot of Christians get up in the the fact that like oh, it's new Christians sometimes like, well, I got really excited about Jesus, I accepted him, but I don't feel him in my life. Right. What, what do you do, Calvin, to feel the Lord? And you're just like, oh, I'm not sure if I have an answer for you, right? And that's just a fact. Like we don't necessarily feel him all the time. Right. Some of the people who are Asbury right now and feel the Lord may experience a time where they don't feel the Lord. Right. But that doesn't negate their experience. Mm-hmm. And um, because I'm I'm sure that they are feeling the peace of God. Right. So for me, when I don't feel the peace of God, I just proclaim it and say, I let the peace of God rule in my heart and I refuse to worry about anything. And I have to say that to myself all the time. Right. Uh, because we all experience anxiety and problems and but pray to feel that mm-hmm. and thank God if you even if you don't. Right. 
because you know Jesus said, "Blessed are those who see and believe, but blessed are those who don't see right. and still believe." Right? Okay. So, what I would say, first off, if I, everything you said kind of came full circle, yes. When you said earlier, uh, I can't remember who you said. But some scripture that the the wind blows on who it may. John chapter three. Right. Yes, the wind sir. Wind blows on who it may. Other words, God allows or He sends His Spirit where He wants to, right? That's right. The dispensation it goes out where He desires for it to go. Exactly. Now, for a person that hasn't or doesn't have that continual feeling, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward up. What 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 do I do? What we should always do every day: ask, see, yes. Not. Right? Amen. We should seek him, not for what he can do, but just for who he is. Amen. Just, just, Amen. just for, that... just for who he is. Exactly. Just for what he's done. Just seek him. Mm-hmm. Seek to be in his presence, and 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 it's it's almost selfish, right? Sure. To to say, uh, oh God, I want. Be blessed for this. I need this. Mm-hmm. I want that. I want that. I want that. But the, it's going to sound jacked up. The trick, right? Okay. The trick Go is ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. to be in his presence. Right. Because a father's going to take care of his child anyway. Amen. So if we're seeking him diligently, mm-hmm. if we're reading, if we're praying, if we're meditating, if we're allowed, you know, his 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 spirit, his you know, meditates music mm-hmm. to 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 be in our lives the same way we do with like entertainment. Like yo, I got I got to check out the new episode Law and Order. I got I got to see what's going on on right. on this show right, or that right, show. Right, right. The same way we do for that, we need to take that intensity, that urge, that mm-hmm. I have to watch this. We have to take that to him, and when we do that, we will get his presence. We will find that perfect peace. We will develop that relationship in a way that we feel him. Now, mm-hmm. in the times when we don't, that's when we got to go back to our testimony. Mm-hmm. We got to go back to those scraps it's, that yes. witness, that evidence, so that we the, can remember. The blood of the lamb mm-hmm. and the word of our testimony. We can remember right. what he did. We can remember that, right. that peace. We can remember the times when he when he healed or he delivered or he brought us through. Because when we do that, guess what? We fall right into prison. Right. And it, it's we and we have to stay Jesus Christ mm-hmm. We have to stay focused on his word. What what he as you said, what he did. Right. Now, just if we could just take Take the sound bite of what you just said, and we I, can. I probably we we, we can, <laughs> and we we can, right? right? Um, I've listened to the the chaplet Asbury, mm-hmm. right? And how you, what you said and what you what you said and how you said it mm-hmm. is way more exciting and better <laughs> than what they said there, right? Right. So so you know, uh, so again, you go back to movements of God. I'm sorry. Let me stop you real quick. Stop me. And that's the thing. It's not about intensity. It's about intention. Well, well, yes, and it, it, and it's it, and it's about 
It's about what you're saying is that the spirit moves where you may. The wind blows where it will, right? Mm. And God is sovereign. Mm -hmm. Means he's he's in charge of everything. Everything. And he's good. Mm -hmm. And um and a lot of times oh all the time for me, right? Our plans are not his plans, our ways are not his ways, our thoughts are not his thoughts. Because if we had to come up with a plan for saving the world, it would not have involved Jesus coming as a person, dying, dying being dying. beaten to death, you know, and then being beaten nearly to death, and then being nailed on a cross and dying. I don't think we would have come up with that plan, mm-hmm. right? And if we had to pick a place for God to start moving in the United States of America. I think we would have picked our church first. Right, right, right. Or we may have said, you know what? Madison Square Garden's a good place to start, yeah, God. You know, like, hey, start. let's talk about this. We got enough room. Man. You know, we need some more cameras. We need some mm-hmm. more social media. <laughs> you know, yeah. but our God's plans are not our plans. Absolutely. And we, we have to be at peace with that. Mm-hmm. And we have to be, and we have to, what you were saying is, look to Him. Absolutely. Look Absolutely. to Him. Look to Him. And... Um, you know, hey, if we can look at history and see other movements and and what what we could do better, then you know. But again, maybe that's just Scott. Yeah. Maybe I just need to do what those young men at that service did, those young people, and just stay in His presence, mm. repent, and wait on the Lord, and continue to do that. Maybe that's it. You know, um, I, I will say this: what I have noticed. And seen even in our church, right? When we have services, and we—I mean, days in service, praise and worship, great word—we end fellowship. The women's group, they have those moments. Mm-hmm. They have those moments, and it's my opinion, ladies. You know, y'all can get in the comments, share, you know, add on. We love you, ladies. We, we love you. Um, I really feel like it's because of the authenticity mm-hmm. together, how much they love and care for one another. Mm-hmm. That when they, they 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 in the gap together and say, sis, I'm dealing with this, I'm feeling this, mm-hmm. they all stop. Right. And they start praying. And they pray. They all stop. And they lock in together. They lock hands. They pray. They they move. To, they might go to the back room over there where, where they do children's church, and they will start right. praying. And I'm like, and and for context, what Calvin is talk, talking about is we we go to Strong Tower Christian Fellowship mm-hmm. in Clayton, North Carolina. That's right. And um, Strong T W R. That's right. Dot org. Dot org. And uh, go there. You can listen to uh, a lot of really good things. But we have. Uh, wow, W O W, Women of Wisdom Group, right. and and our wives are both a part of that. Yes, and they're our better they, halves. They are, but amazing. they but they are they have they've really experienced some things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's real, and and we're witnesses of that. That's good, and 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 that reminds me of what's going on at Hesbury. Yes, because. I know I I can't speak for all the fellas, but I know I'm like I'm ready to go. Let's go. And, 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 <laughs> I'm ready to go. 
I, I need to go grab me something to eat. I need to do something, you know, like right, put some gas yeah, in I the truck. Go, and I, go. I got things to do. Mm-hmm. But those ladies, they will find themselves together, and they will. No, we warned. It's time. They'll start praying. Mm-hmm. They'll start declaring and decreeing. Right. And things happen, man. And that's what we all must do as a collective, mm-hmm. as a people. For right. you at your church, for you mm-hmm. with your brothers and sisters, for right. you with your family, if you're if you want something, you're looking for something from God, mm-hmm. seek forward. Mm-hmm. Address, go to the throne room of God, mm-hmm. fall on your knees. Connect with a fellowship because when two or three are gathered, he in the midst, right? Right. So in other words, you got some backup. Get connected and move towards him, mm-hmm. and let let him show you exactly what's up. I ain't even got to explain it. Let him show you. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'd like to to um, I found a post here from mm-hmm. uh, a guy who I believe he's a student mm-hmm. at Asbury. Okay. And uh, and his name is Madison Pierce. If you want to check out his uh facebook post and and here's and i've heard this a number of times from people there mm. he says i'm hesitant Uh-oh. to post my thoughts on what's happening in wilmore mm-hmm. they're not seeking for attention right and and one reason why is because people are confessing sins right and if i started confessing my sins you'd have to edit it right you, you, first off you would say Whoa. Ooh, <laughs> that's really ugly. Right. You sure God is in your life? Right. You know, right, you would say right. it would be ugly. Right. It would be ugly. Um, but he said, a few of you may have heard about this, what's happening in Asbury. And then he gives, he gives his background. He says, I've grown tired of representations of divine work, mm. um, but it's clear God is moving in a surprising and transformative way. However, when you think of revival, and he puts that in quotation marks, what's ha- what comes to mind might not be what's happening. Oh, go ahead now. He said, uh, he quoted a professor, and he said, what we're experiencing now is an inexpressibly deep sense of peace, mm-hmm. wholeness, holiness, belonging, and love is only the smallest of windows into the life of which we are we're made for. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and he, he goes on to say how these moment, movements that we've talked about, Seymour with the Pentecostal movement, Charismatic movement, um, uh, the 1970s Jesus movement that actually touched Asbury's right. campus, those things, uh, Brownsville, other places that things have not always been handled correctly. And the, the fruit is, you know, people question the fruit, but... Right. But for all of us, you got to question, I got to question That's the fruit a, of my life. Every day. I got to question the fruit of my life. Am I really... In Christ, um, he talks about that, but he said, I find it interesting with a, a generation that's experiencing anxiety mm. and the characteristics of, of an anxi- a, a, a group that grew up with the Internet, went through COVID, um, Chinese balloons, you name right, it, right. things that can cause you, you know, stress. stress. And um, he said... The, he said, I find it interesting that God would mark this outpouring with a tangible sense of peace for a generation with unprecedented anxiety, a restorative sense of belonging for a generation amidst an epidemic of loneliness. Mm. You, I, I think we all know this. You, you can be 
in a crowd of people and smiling and carrying on and still feel disconnected because you think, oh, the person next to me has no idea what I'm going through. Right. That's real. Mm-hmm. An epidemic of loneliness. An authentic hope for a generation marked by depression. How many people listening right now, you, you've experienced depression. You might be going through depression right now. Okay. What's marked here is, is hope. If you have it's hope and depression cannot exist together. Right. Right. And again, if I'm wrong, uh, depression is real, but we, we can come against depression. You can be healed from that. A leadership emphasize, emphasizing protective humility in relationships with power for a generation deeply hurt by the abuse of religious power. I want to read that again. Mm. Um, they're emphasizing their protective humility in relationship. Um, and they're dealing, they know they're dealing with a, a generation deeply hurt by the abuse of religious power. The focus is on participatory adoration of Jesus in an age of digital distraction. Adoration of Jesus in a, in, and I'm adding Jesus there because I know that's what he's talking about, in an age of digital distraction. He said, it feels as if God is personally meeting young adults in ways meaningful to them. Uh, my generation was formed differently than previous generations, and so the traits of this revival are different than the revivals of old. The new outpouring is not the signs and wonders, nor zealous intercession, or nor spontaneous tongues, nor charismatic physicalities, nor the visceral travail. It's marked by a tangible feeling of holistic peace. Mm. A non-anxious present through felt safety, repentance driven by experienced kindness. You know, um, where uh, it's God's loving kindness that draws us to repentance. Um, so he's right on in, in what he's saying. Um, humbled stewardship of power and holiness through treasuring adoration. It's, he says here, it's important to reflect on the words of Jesus. No one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, a new wine will burst the skins. Uh, so, no, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And so, this, what what's happening here, I believe, is something among the students in, in that generation that people my age can't even begin to understand. But we can understand that God moves and he's faithful from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I, I feel like this brother that Shane has made it clear that something's going on, right? And I think we all can agree with that. Mm-hmm. But also, that it is for a generation man. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we get caught up in religious religiosity yes like we do we, we, we yes, gotta we do, do it like this or do it like this or mm-hmm. tradition this way or when i was coming up you had to do it like this and if you don't do it like this it ain't gonna work right you know um and 
And that God breaks that, through all that. That ain't God. That ain't God. And when something happens that you can't explain, you might want to just listen, mm-hmm. look, and find out. You know what I mean? Um, not like like we spoke, you, you were sharing earlier about how people are trying to be detractors of what's going on. Right. And it's not so much of the detractors that you would get from the world, but it's like other churches or believers, or, or, or yeah. organizations, yeah. or groups, you know? Mm-hmm. And that comes from the society flaws of now. Mm-hmm. We want attention. Right. We want the, the shine. We want, but the shine ain't never on us. Even if it happened at Strong Tower, Chris, it ain't, the shine ain't on Strong Tower. It's on Jesus. Right. It's on the Father. Mm-hmm. It's on Him. It's, right. It's not about us. And what I say to, to I guess, you throw, throw a bow on it is if we really want what's going on right now, mm-hmm. all over. We need to stop. To stop. Repent. Amen. Wait on him. That's it. Just wait on him. Because that's the problem. We keep moving. We keep talking about doing, let me move this, let me move this, let me put this here, let me do this. I'm going to figure this out. Let's do this program, let's do that. Let's, let's, Let's stop. Wait a minute. Wait. Let's wait to see what he say. Mm-hmm. Let's let's listen. Let's let's invite his presence in. But let's stop. Because mm. mm-hmm. you you just might stop after chapel at a small Christian college and go, wait, I need to repent. And I need to take a minute and wait on God. And the world might be touched by that. Huh? So, Scott, do you have anything that you would like to say close us out um, on this topic? Or even something else that my God might be putting on you right now. But uh, yes, look right there and tell that one person that's looking. Tell, tell them. Yes. So, um, the, the if, you, if you look at the Old Testament, everything in the Old Testament is pointing forward hmm. to the person and work of Jesus Christ. Right. If you look at the New Testament, everything's after the Gospels, everything's pointing back to the person and work of Jesus Christ. Mm. And for Calvin and I, our lives, our desire is to point to the person and work of mm. Jesus Christ. And where we don't, we're nothing, right? right? That um, and, and what we see in, in Asbury is we see people who are centered on Jesus Christ, mm. that Jesus came that he he is God, he's God the God the Son, there's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Jesus came, he lived a perfect life, he died for our sins, and he's calling us into his peace. He said, My peace I leave you, my peace I give you. He had to repeat himself because Scott's slow. He said, What would you My say? peace I leave you, my peace I give That's you. That's right. And I don't I do not give as the world gave, right? And he loves you, and he wants you to have that peace today. 
and you can't find peace anywhere else. Man, let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in our son Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, God, for this time of fellowship in your word. Thinking about and looking upon all the great things that you are doing all over this world. What you're doing at Asbury. What you've done on Azusa Street. What you're doing right here in Clayton, North yeah. Carolina. What you're doing all yeah. over the world. Wherever you are listening to this from. What he's doing right there. Oh, Father God, you're doing some great things. Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that your spirit rise up in us, that your spirit mm -hmm. reign upon us, oh, Father God, that you cover us, that you protect us, that you move us into your perfect will, your purpose for our life, that your spirit will move us, oh, Father God, to start exactly what you would have us to do, to speak exactly what you would have us to speak, to, to be vessels of you, to be vessels of light in a dark world, oh, Father God, to bring forth a perfect peace, to bring forth a word, to bring forth healing, to bring forth your will on this world, oh, Father God. Mm -hmm. Let revival break out. Let a fire be stirred up. Let a movement be done, but let it be done in you and not in us, not in our will, but in yours, oh, Father God. We pray these things in the name of Jesus for protection over all our children, for, for the yes. children in schools, for the people on the highways and byways, for those in airplanes flying above the sky. Yes. Lord, we pray yes. for protection. We pray for covering. We pray for leadership mm -hmm. in our country. We pray for leadership all over the world. Yes. We pray, oh, Father God, that, that the world may hear you. Yes, that the they world will. may lead they upon will. you. Yes. That your will may be, may be done, oh, mm -hmm. Father God. We pray not for us, not for vain glory, mm -mm. but for your glory, oh, yes. Father God. For your kingdom to come, for your kingdom to be, for you are the I am that I am, because you are the existing one. You are the creator of it all and through it all, it came through you. Lord, we trust, we believe, and we serve you, our sovereign king of our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that's it. Till next time, stay encouraged, stay positive, yes. stay productive. And if you're seeking him, Mm. He'll show up. Keep looking. The next time, lights out. Chill.